Hello and welcome back to Two Furs Boxing Show episode 3. I was going to say episode 2, so it took me a little second to gather my wits about me. Um, big weekend of boxing. Bank holiday weekend as well, so for me that meant quite a fair amount of drinking. Um, definitely more than I should have. But uh, we will walk past that topic because we're going to talk about some boxing. Um, brilliant weekend for betting as well from what I did see. Um, I think definitely the sort of like pick of the week or whatever it was. Um, Erislandi Lara to win in sort of the early rounds um, against that cornflake guy. Um, did not see it, to be honest. Didn't Wasn't really following a lot of the bookies, but you know, if I'd seen that, I probably would have jumped on it the same as I saw a lot of other people did. Um, but yeah, so I'm not sure really where to start. Um, I guess that we'll start with Chisora Parker. Um, because I think there's like the main few toy talking points of the weekend were there. Um, a lot of people kind of... A lot of people kind of just, oh, I just don't, I just don't like the word robbery. That word was just mentioned a little bit too much. Um, close fight. I thought a really close fight. I had Parker winning. Not that I was scoring, but again, like you could, just, you could make a case for either guy. But I made the prediction that Parker um, was going to win that, win that fight, and I think I was about right, even with the knockdown. Um, it was one of them literally half and half fights where Chisora, you know, started off with a brilliant pace and knocked Parker down in the sort of like what the first ten seconds or something. And kept that pace going on until the sort of like middle rounds. He just couldn't keep it up. And I think that's where Parker really sort of, you know, grew the round uh what's it called? Gained the rounds from Chisora. He kinda let the fight slip just a little bit, and that's why I would think uh, Parker kind of won the fight, but I'd imagine there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with that, a lot of people who backed Del Boy to win, thought Del Boy won the fight, and you know, fair enough, like, maybe he did, maybe he did. Uh, like I said, I haven't actually sat down and scored the fight, so I don't have too much of an opinion, but, you know, a draw, a win for Jazora, a win for Parker, I would have been happy with any of those decisions, from what I can remember of the fight, um, yeah, it looked... It looked like it could have gone either way, so I don't. I just fed up of seeing that word robbery. You know, um, it wasn't a robbery. Uh, Chisora could have won the fight, but you know, it depends which way you see it, the way that you score fights. Uh, as we've seen in the past, like it changes throughout throughout the judges. Um, I think there was obviously talks of immediate rematch uh, following the controversy. And yeah, like, I'm, it was a pretty good fight from, again, what I can say, what I can remember. Um, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch. I don't, the, the, both of these guys are kind of in that area where there's not really too much to do. I did see Ruiz versus Chisora as a possibility, and I'd love that fight. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who, um, I don't know who either guy could really go and face. Um, Parker's, you know, very clearly going to be based in, um, you know, UK and Ireland for the foreseeable future. Won't be able to go back home. He's split with Kevin Barry, uh, working with Andy Lee. And yeah, I like both of the partnerships actually in that fight. I loved uh, seeing Parker with Andy Lee. Loved seeing Derek Chisora with Buddy McGirt. I knew that was going to be a brilliant uh, partnership. Um, but yes, why not? Why not? Why not see the rematch? Uh, I thought it was a brilliant fight. I think both guys, again, where they had that new partnership with trainers, 
you're going to kind of see it come out of its shell a little bit more if there was to be a rematch. It's their very first fight with um, their respective trainers. So, yeah, I'd love to see it. And uh, I think it's good to kind of, anytime there's a bit of controversy around the fight, I think it's really good to, you know, clear the air with that by just chucking them in an immediate rematch. Both guys haven't really got anywhere immediate to go. There's not an immediate title shot. You know, they're still trying to sort out Fury Joshua, which we'll touch on in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I just don't see why not. Um, I don't see where either, either guy is really going to go immediately other than a rematch from here. Um, and it just made sense. Yeah, I think it just makes sense. I'd love to see a rematch, 100%. Um, Mifalani Edwards, that was brilliant. Um, oh, congratulations to Sonny Edwards is all I can really say. Um, I was out of the pub at the time when the fight was going on and... Uh, was getting sort of, you know, mentions that Sonny Edwards was doing really good, sitting play betting was an absolute saviour. Um, and yeah, like, I think he's just, you know, masterclass was kind of like thrown around. I, you know, I think he'd done the best possible job that he could have done. It was just, it was a fantastic world title win, that's what it was. Uh, not just for British boxing, but just for Sonny Edwards to, you know, take that kind of fight against, you know, one of the longest reigning champions in that weight division at the moment. Um, you know, feared guy, fights on the road a lot, had some very notable wins in his career. Um, avoided fighter, really, Mifalani, and... Uh, Edwards just, you know, stole the show, stole the show of the weekend almost, um, because uh, for what was, you know, considered a 50-50 fight, um, he kind of made it, you know, kind of made the, the odds, he was a slight underdog, not like a massive underdog, but, you know, um, did well, you know, it's a credit to himself. And uh, I can't wait to see what's next for Sonny Edwards. I don't really know what's next for Mifilani, again, he's sort of like... I want to say on the slide, but he's on the, the later stage of his career. Um, Julio Cesar Martinez obviously holds the WBC title. I'm not sure if he has a fight. He was meant to fight... Ah, um, oh, what is his name? His name will be your name, wasn't it? Um, was it Arroyo? I'm pretty sure it was Julio Arroyo. He was meant to fight him um, a few times now, so I don't know if that's they're still going to try and sort that one, but Julio Cesar Martinez... I'd like to see that fight. Why not? Um, yeah, I think it would be. I think that would be a good thing. But again, for Sonny Edwards, like after uh, winning a fight like that, I would not be disappointed in seeing an easy defense for Sonny Edwards. And I very rarely say that, but he's literally gone in there and fought one of the best. If he decides to follow it up against facing Julio Cesar Martinez to kind of solidify who is the best uh, best flyweight on the planet then by all means I'd love to see that, but, uh, you know, whatever's next for Sonny Edwards, uh, it's just, it's like I said, the timing was right for him to uh, jump up onto the world stage, and uh, exciting future, looking forward to it very much. Um, the other fight that was going on was uh, Ruiz, Andy Ruiz versus Chris Ariola. Um, Chris Ariola was not so pleased with the scoring on the fight. Um... Like, it was kind of went how I expected, all of the knockdown was not in the script, but yeah, Ruiz kind of, you know, didn't put on a masterclass like I was completely expecting, but, you know, done well to sort of um, keep the action going, you know, it was quite a fun field fight. Um, 
both guys really weren't letting off the gas. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I'd like to see more from Ruiz. I think the new again the new partnership with um, Reynoso. I think it's gonna pay dividends in the future. Um, this is just the very small start of it, and uh, it was slightly disappointing for Ruiz. But then again, like he's been out of the ring for a very long time, so it's hard to kind of um, hard to kind of see what will come next. But I'd imagine. You know, it's like I said earlier that it's just not in the. It wasn't in the script for Chris Ariola to win the fight. It made perfect sense for Andy Ruiz to win this fight, and then obviously he will get probably the Deontay Wilder fight unless he ends up fighting Tyson Fury for the third time. Um, and yeah, like I think a lot of people have been calling for the Ruiz and Wilder fight for a long time. Like it's, it's one of them that just kind of makes sense. Um, both have just kind of come off. Well, not now, but they came off high-profile losses before this fight with Ariola. Um, and I think, you know, they're going to be eager to take up to take on the undisputed world champion. Um, whether that's Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua or, you know, maybe somebody else comes along. Uh, certainly seems the way that it's going. But, no, I would, I would like to see Ruiz uh, Wilder. Um... I think it just, yeah, I think it makes sense. I think it's a good fight for Deontay Wilder to come back to as well. Um, I think he needs to get chucked in the deep end. We were saying this about, like, if he was to fight White. I think it's just a bit of a, a different scenario if he fights Ruiz. Um, Dylan White has kind of, you know, fought throughout the pandemic and things like that and has stayed active, whereas Ruiz, you know, he's linked up with Reynoso now, but for the majority of the last, what, 18 months or something like that? He's kind of been, you know, he's been inactive, hasn't been fighting, hasn't really been training um, until he decided to switch things up with Reynoso. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to see that next. Chris Ariola, I'm not too sure what comes next for him. Obviously, um, just, yeah, wish the best for him. Like, again, he's kind of... He's kind of on the, the latter stage of his career. Been in some great fights in the past. Um, you know, fought the likes of um, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, you know, like I was saying, it was time for Ruiz, it's time to shine. It's for, The script was written for him to win this fight, and he moves on, and Ariola drops down the ladder slightly. Um, but plenty of opponents for him to still fight at this stage of his career, you know, um, kind of like a gatekeeper level. Um, why not? Plenty of... Um, upcoming prospects and sort of above your prospects um, fighters for him to see for him to see in the ring um, right I think that's all the fights action of the of the weekend so we're gonna touch on a couple of bits of news before we touch on uh, this weekend's massive fight between Sal Camilo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders oh I'm tired um, yeah, Joshua Fury, apparently dead in the water, uh, according to Bob Arum. Uh, Eddie Hearn kind of keeps saying that the fight is going to happen without actually giving any information and that they're waiting on the site fee from Saudi Arabia. Hasn't come through. Um, look, this was always going to happen. Like I think there was a lot of people who were convinced that Joshua Fury wasn't going to happen next. You're kind of trying to make a fight in a pandemic. The money isn't there to make it in the UK because we haven't got crowds. Um, not that I really think the money would be here. Anyway, they're both asking for a lot of money. Um, the second obstacle is they're talking about fighting in Saudi Arabia um, in, what, July, August? It'll be 
baking hot. Um, a couple of my, my old boss, you know, went to Saudi Arabia for Ruiz Joshua, um, as well as a good friend of mine, Ryan Elliott. Um, you know, they, I think it was them two, wasn't it? Or was it Andy? It's a long time ago, but, you know, in December, like, it was still hot. No, a few people who said that it was quite hot and you're walking around in your sandals. In July, August, it's going to be baking hot and in an open air stadium. I just don't think, um, I just don't think that fight's going to happen. I just don't see it happening. Um, so yeah, like, I wasn't surprised. I will be very surprised if the fight happens next. Um, I think both guys can just kind of, you know, Fury's been out of the ring for a long time as well. Both guys can go and have one more sort of like routine defense. Tyson Fury may very well fight uh, Deontay Wilder. You know, it's probably one that like generates a fair bit of money for him, even though I just don't understand why. Like, just the way that the the second fight ended uh, is very conclusive. Um, so yeah, wasn't surprised. Will be very surprised if Joshua Fury happens next. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the next one, which I kind of I don't really want to touch on it for too long, but obviously it is um, just some shocking news uh, with Felix Verdejo, uh finding his, uh, not sorry, not finding his, or well, the police found his pregnant girlfriends or um, a mistress um, dead, and obviously he's now, could potentially face the death penalty um, in Puerto Rico. Um, it's just a sad case of, you know, what has kind of happened here. And, um, you know, I've seen a lot of kind of things on social media, which I'll kind of agree with, but I don't really want to air them out here. Um, you know, you can find all the kind of views and opinions for yourself. It's just a bit of a shocking situation. I don't think anybody really kind of saw that coming from a character like Felix Verdejo. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just upsetting. It's upsetting to see something like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you just got to thoughts obviously with the girl's family and her parents. Um, you know, just a, a horrible thing to go through as a family. Um, and then, yeah, on to our final bit of news for the show. Uh, we're going to break down, I suppose. <laughs> Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. And I tell you what, it has been marvellous to just see all the kind of like complaints and queries and ongoing struggles that this fight may not even take place. Um, but I expect it will, you know, money talks. And this fight is generating a lot of money for Billy Joe Saunders and Canelo. Um, going to be a huge crowd at the, uh, oh, I've forgotten the name of the stadium, but in Texas. Where are they fighting? Should have it here, actually. Uh, where are they fighting? But it's... Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great fight, I think. I think a lot of people are obviously writing off Billy Joe Saunders. And I can kind of... You know, Canelo is now like a, what, one to six favourite. And I've said this like on record a couple of times that I just don't... I don't know anyone that beats Canelo. Um, I've been wanting to do a sort of like written piece of, you know, looking at fighters in the past. Like, the only thing that's going to beat Canelo is weight. Is That's just my kind of like view on things. Um, Billy Joe Saunders, I think, when you, he was at middleweight and he beat Lemieux, it looked like he was in good stead to go and fight Golovkin or Canelo, and uh, I would have loved to have seen the fight then. Now, like, Billy Joe Saunders hasn't looked too impressive in his last few fights. Um, 
I've, I, I'd imagine that he's obviously going to be a lot better than those previous um, outings. And so in this fight, he's going to be a lot better. But just all the, you know, the ring size and things like that, things that are in the contract, not one British judge, uh, it doesn't bode well for Billy Joe Saunders, does it? And uh, yeah, I think they want to get it sorted. And Tyson Fury is obviously banging the drum for his man, for Eddie Hearn to get it all sorted. I just really don't know what's going to happen. Um, I just think that, you know, you're going to see Billy Joe Saunders kind of like make a fast start. He needs to jump on Canelo very early in this fight. And he's done it in the past. You know, Chris Eubank Jr. is a fight that I love to go back to um, for Billy Joe Saunders, even though it was like obviously at British level. Uh, you see that kind of like fast start um, taking those early rounds. And uh, you'll just see a bit of a drop in pace, I think, from Billy Joe Saunders. Like, it's... But it's just one that hasn't really fought anyone on Canelo's um, level. Like, I think the best win on Billy Joe Saunders' resume would probably be Lemieux, right? Um, you know, you could, you could say to some extent it was Chris Uvac Jr. Or Andy Lee, actually. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Um, but yeah, that was what, 2015? That's six years ago. He just hasn't hasn't had anything like that. Well, it was David Demieux was 2017. Just hasn't fought anyone recent, and I'm worried that that momentum is going to be a problem for him. Um, Billy Joe Saunders, like I've kind of just said it from a while now. Just I just don't know who beats him, and I think he will deal with Billy Joe Saunders quite handily. Um, look, Billy Joe Saunders is going to cause some problems for Canelo. There's no doubt about it. He's a slick mover, and you know, in the past, Sal Alvarez has struggled to some extent with movers of the sport. Erislandi Lara, um, uh, Daniel Jacobs, great boxer as well. Um, you know, Golovkin to some extent, you know, very fortunate for him to get the win in the first fight, a lot of people felt, the uh, same as myself. So, yeah, I just don't really know. I don't know... Like, I don't think Billy Joe Saunders has got the punching power to pull off a win here. Uh, it's a big, big ask. He's a big underdog. Um, and I think as well, like, all paths are kind of leading to Canelo getting the win here. Um, I think you'll see a points decision. I've seen the odds that um, a lot of people are favouring um, Canelo to win by stoppage. Honestly, like, wouldn't rule it out. I think that is probably the way to go. If I was going to bet on the fight, I'd probably go... With something stupid like round seven to twelve, or du double chance of like round seven to twelve or points for Canelo, um, but just you know, no value in it, and you're kind of getting that with every uh, Canelo fight as as he continues his career. It's just getting better and better, and uh, yeah, I would probably say points, but I wouldn't be surprised at a late stoppage at all. Um, but looking forward to it because I really would like to see. How Canelo's going to deal with these problems? You know, look at it, Canelo's last fight against Callum Smith. Took away the, the left hook, Smith's best punch, uh, away from him almost straight away from the off. Was targeting the left arm, and so they're swollen up. Um, just elite stuff, elite, elite stuff, elite fighter. Uh, Renato in his corner, just, you know, they've worked wonderfully together. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think Canelo will win this fight, and... Uh, I don't know what will happen to Billy Joe Saunders, but I'm sure there's plenty of fights domestically for him. Um, could always go to the, the Billy Joe Saunders rematch. 
Um, Saunders rematch, Chris Eubank Jr. rematch, and I think there's plenty of money to be made from that fight, but it's just if both guys want it. But yeah, I think Canelo wins the fight. That's pretty much it. Um, I think that's all the, the conversations that we've got for today as well. So thank you very much for joining me today. Um, do apologize for this date being a day late. Uh, birthday yesterday, great birthday, great to see you in the 25th year of my life. Um, and yeah, like looking forward to the fights this weekend. Gonna be a good one. Um, and yeah, we will see, I, we will. I keep you doing this because I'm so used to having a co-host. Um, but yeah, I will see you all next week. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, once again, thank you for listening on there. Traction on there has been absolutely fantastic recently. Um, as well as, what was it, the Marvel episode that we did, a uh, podcast episode last week's. Uh, thank you to everyone who did tune into that, if you did. Uh, so yeah, please be sure to like this video, comment and subscribe if you're new. I'm going to bugger off now because I've got work in a couple of hours. And uh, yeah, see you next week.